Scene 3. The Vancey Conference. Vancey Estates, Shentlepiece City on Tuscarora Mountain. Moon Day Knowns. Afternoon, 3rd of July, 1284. Morrow of St. Swithin. Back up on Shentlepiece City, umpire-in-chief-elect Florence Kibler's daughter has invited the deans of the military leagues to her mansion on Vancey Estates. She addresses them with these words. Esteemed deans, as you know all too well, we have not been able to drive the crusade off our lands as quickly and as easily as you originally thought. I have spent the last few days planning the final solution. Dean Norwell, head of the League of Licorns, interjects. With your permission, Mademoiselle Umpire-in-Chief-Elect, the League of Licorns would like to participate in the final assault against the Crusaders, even if we have to fight dismounted. We believe that our unflagging... Florence cuts her off. There will be no final assault. But you just said... I just said that I have finished planning the final solution to the Crusade, not the final assault against it. Excuse me, Mademoiselle Umpire-in-Chief-Elect, says Dean Callel head of the Justiciar League. We must attack. Ever since the bankruptcy of the Kibler workshops, our economy has teetered on the brink of ruin. Our treasury cannot endure the financial burden of a protracted siege. It is better to expend a few extra lives and reduce the surplus population than to have our standard of living collapse. Florence chews on her nails while the dean talks. When she is done, she spits out the distal edges. This is why the High Elves elected me umpire-in-chief. It seems everyone else fails to see the obvious. The Crusaders are not attacking us because they know we will win if they do. We are not attacking them because we know they will win if we do. If we do nothing, it comes down to whoever runs out of resources first. High Elves are heavy consumers, and the Wood Elf refugees up here are only making it worse. Right now, the Crusade is poised to win the waiting game. As you so clumsily put it, Shentlepiece City is encumbered with surplus population. Throwing their lives away will certainly stretch out our supplies a lot longer, but your reports all agree that ridding our city of enough population to win the waiting game would leave us with too few defenders to repulse an assault. Dean Halvard, head of the Ivy League, points out, and even if we do defeat the crusading army below us today, they'd just send another one in a few months' time. Is it really worth... Florence cuts in. As I was about to say before you so rudely interrupted me, I've just made a deal that will keep the crusaders out of here forever. She opens the door, and behold, Benjamin Franklin steps out and delivers an elaborate bow to salute the shocked elf military leaders.